Hello, my name is Chris. And my name is Jason. And this is The Talking Dead, a podcast dedicated to the AMC TV series, The Walking Dead. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode number 17 of The Talking Dead. This one is going to be a little bit different because Jason and I, for the first time, are on different continents while we record this. Uh, I am in Europe and you, Jason, are back at home in Canada, aren't you? I am at home. It's exciting. So the, um, thank you to the wonderful world of Skype to make, for making this podcast possible, really. We, we hope so. Uh, let's wait till the end until we thank Skype, because you oh, never yeah, know. Okay, sure. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you never know how that's going to go, right? So the thank you might turn into a curse. Y- you never know. Hope, hopefully not. I hope the Skype holds up for us and that we can, uh, can do the show. But I will continuously pray to the Skype gods as the podcast continues. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, we didn't do a show last week because I had just left the country and it was far too uh, too difficult for me to get organized enough to record and, and so on. Oh, and, I was out of uh, town too, so that, that makes perfect sense. There you go. You were out of town, but uh, we didn't want to let you know three weeks go by or whatever it is without without doing a podcast so here we are doing it now we'll of course be back on a regular schedule next week as well um and then run straight through until october when the show premieres and after well yes hopefully (laughs) anyways (laughs) yes uh all right so let's jump right into the news we're probably not going to do as extensive coverage this week as we normally would so i apologize for that everybody um but like i said we'll be back next week uh but the first news item we have this week is on the amc tv walking dead blog we have another dispatch from the set uh they did an interview with david boyd the cinematographer on the show he is, uh, some of his past work includes all of Firefly, which is a show that we both love. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, Firefly was fantastic. Uh, cinematography-wise, it was great as well, but I, I loved everything about it. As well as Deadwood, which I know you're a fan of. Oh, I love Deadwood. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but... You, you should. You should watch it. I Well, I've been meaning to. There's, what, three seasons of that? Three seasons, yeah. Okay, well, I, I've I've been meaning to check it out, and if uh, if the cinematographer for The Walking Dead is good enough to do Deadwood, then it's bound to be amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's how I Very see exciting. it. <laughs> um, but go check out the AMC TV blog to read that. The one quote I pulled for uh, for our purpose, he was talking about the tricks used to enhance the feeling of danger, because most of this Walking Dead show takes place during the day, at night. Uh, you know, they're on watch, they're not moving, they're just trying to sort of stay in one place and stay alive, but all the drama really happens during the day, which is something I hadn't really thought about before they mentioned true, it eh? on this. Yeah, they, I hadn't really thought about it before they mentioned it in this interview. So um, some of the tricks he uses, he says, it's normal policy to make a camera perfectly level with the horizon, but not here. We don't do the obvious tilt left or right, but all things are a little bit off. My aim is to make it off-kilter enough to where there's just something subconsciously wrong with every image, and it starts to become a world where nothing's right. Yeah, sounds a little <laughs> sounds a little creepy for sure. I uh, I don't know. I mean, it's you see that kind of stuff in horror movies all the time, like a weird shot from the floor looking up or tilted or whatever. But hopefully they don't overdo it here on The Walking Dead. But I think it could be uh, an effective way of you know just giving you a slight uneasy feeling. It was uh, it was very popular to do that in the Batman series in the uh, in the sixties, uh, where every time they would go to you know the Joker's lair, they or Catwoman's lair, the uh, the camera would be at almost forty five degrees, like it was heavily exaggerated. 
but uh, and very campy. But I guess just a little bit might be uh, just a little unnerving. Are you talking about the Adam West Batman? Yeah. Because I remember that show a little bit, but I don't remember seeing things other... Well, most of what I remember from the show is really the the pow, bang, biff when they're fighting and stuff like that. Yeah, every time the uh, the camera was in, uh, you know, a, a, the bad guy's lair, it was uh, it was tilted. The camera was tilted. That's kind of like, cool. Heavily, significantly. Now, a lot of shows use uh, camera shake or, you know, very unsteady cam to, uh, you know, they move the camera around the image, reframing the shot continuously as people talk to uh, to give a sense of urgency uh, to it. But they usually, as he said, they usually keep the camera level with the horizon. But uh, having something a little bit off and maybe a little bit of a shaky cam, depending on the situation, cool. would be uh, would be very cool. Yeah, it sounds, sounds good to me. I don't want to see too much shaky cam in this because, you know, it's not really about the action. I suppose if there is an intense action sequence and, you know, zombies are crowding around or something, I could understand some shaky cam. But I don't want to see too much of that in The Walking Dead. I'd rather see tricks like this used that just enhance the creepiness of the whole thing and make you uh, make you a little bit more on edge than you normally would be. Right. Well, you don't watch uh, you don't watch Law and Order at all, do you? Not even a little bit. Law and Order has been uh, you know it's been on the air for twenty years and uh, it uses the same formula. The first half hour is the police investigating a crime. Second half hour is the uh, the courtroom drama that, that comes from it. Uh, so the first half hour, the camera shakes a lot as they investigate the crime. Like it doesn't really shake, but it kind of it reframes the shot. Like if somebody's face is, uh, rarely stays in the middle of the screen. Like it'll move from the left of the screen to the right of the screen, and it just moves around a lot. But as it progresses through the story and we get into the courtroom, then the camera then becomes steady. And they've been using that uh, that technique for 20 years. That sounds uh, pretty just- cool. To indicate, uh, you know, the the investigation being the the exciting aspect to it, and the courtroom drama being, you know, more dramatic aspect to it. Yeah, yeah, no, that that sounds pretty cool, actually. Maybe I should check that show out after this long. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go back to the uh, to 1991. No, when it started. That's a little <laughs> I bit go back that far. That's a bit too much TV to catch up on, I'd say. Yeah, but I would uh, I would catch uh, a lot of episodes in the uh, in the 20s. 20s? No, in the 2000s. Yes, the recent times. More recent times. Yes, more recent times. The last 10 years were, uh, were very good. Anyways, also, next news item, also from the AMC uh, Walking Dead blog, they posted uh, last week, I think, a video of the makeup process for the zombie known as Bicycle Girl. Now, cool. yeah, this is the one we talked about, we've talked about a couple of times where uh, Rick finds a heavily decomposing body of a woman um, uh, on the side of the road, who I guess she's fallen off her bicycle, and then he takes the bike and rides off on it. Yep. Um, and she is the um, it's the zombie we're talking about is the one that was the first production photo released and is on the poster from Comic Con, not the Drew Struzan poster, but the uh, the promotional poster that they did for Comic Con, the one where she's kind of reaching towards the camera. So. Uh, they've posted a video of the makeup process for her because I think it was one of the most extensive they've had to do. Unfortunately, because I am not in North America, a- the AMC site won't let me watch the video, so I haven't seen it yet. No. Did you have a chance to watch it? I, no, I haven't had a chance. I've been uh, crazy busy the last uh, couple of days. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a little unfortunate because I'm really, really dying to see that because I, I, I'm just interested in the process a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, I, I won't be able to watch it, I guess, until I'm back at home in Canada. So um, if you want to go see it, 
go to blogs.amctv.com slash the-walking-dead, and you should find it there. Sounds pretty cool. Um, I think it's safe to let everyone know now that I am trying very hard to get that actress to come on the show and be a guest with us to talk about that makeup process a bit. And it looks like it might happen in the near future, so I'm very excited about that. That'd be great. Yeah, I think so. It'll be really, really good. I've been in contact with her, and she's just trying to make sure that uh, everything is cool on her end to come on and and do a podcast. So sounds like it might happen soon. Um, Stay tuned for that. So there should be more info coming from her. That'd be great. Um, Okay, Buzz Focus uh, took a deeper look at The Walking Dead, as they called it. Um, they they called it the Walking Dead beneath the rotting flesh. A deeper look. <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> it's an extensive article about the show. The one quote I pulled from it is something Emma Bell said, who plays Amy. She said they have some creative liberties. Case in point. Uh, this little munchkin, Amy, is still alive. Just because you die in a comic book doesn't mean you're going to die on the show, or it might ha- not happen until season two, three, or ten. Um, so first of all, I do hope they go ten seasons. That would be awesome. That would. But of course, she is simply uh, exaggerating for now. And uh, but you know, it once again, as we've talked about, they're taking a lot of liberties with the show and changing things around, and even altering characters a little bit to better suit. Uh, the medium of TV, I suppose. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's what they're doing. And, if, and and I'm all for that. I've always been all for that. You have to change things for uh, for the different medium that you're that you're working with. For sure. That reminds me too. We're not doing our ra- our casting update again this week. We'll we'll run through all the new cast members next week uh, when we do a show when I'm back. But um, one thing I've been following along, sort of with the casting announcements and everyone listed at IMDb, and it's really, really seems like there are tons and tons of additional characters injected, even in tiny little roles um, that, you know, might seem insignificant, but there are a lot of extra characters coming on board that weren't in the comic. So that's just another good example of how they're, you know, they're making sure they do what's right for TV and not necessarily just try to stick to the source material, you know, too closely. But they're doing that as well. Right. Which is good. Which is good. Um... Finally, uh, well, not finally, there's two more, a couple more items to go through. Comic Book Resources did an interview with Frank Darabont. Uh, find that at comicbookresources.com, a great site for, well, comic book resources. <laughs> <laughs> the URL says it all. Yeah, I'm a genius. Um, <laughs> on getting to season two and the p- possibility of winter in the show, when we get to season two, knock on wood, it will obviously be explained, uh, expanded from six episodes to 13. I'm hoping that we might actually be able to shoot part of it in that kind of environment, meaning winter. It would be great not just to get out of the heat, but to present a different idea to the audience visually and tonally by having it be winter. Um, as most people know, they're shooting in Atlanta right now. That's where the comic takes place. Um, and it's apparently damn hot in Atlanta, which doesn't surprise me. It's, you know, southern U.S. in the middle of summer. So right. uh, very, very hot, and everything is just summer-focused. I guess everything is in bloom. You know, there's a lot of life in the in the place right now. But, of course, in the winter, they might be in a much different, bleaker environment. Uh, winter is very bleak. Yeah, it, it tends to be. <laughs> so yeah. I think that would be cool. First of all, cool that they're going into season two although he doesn't frank in the interview doesn't explicitly say they're doing it but 
you know, with AMC running a contest for a role uh, in season two and stuff like that, we are pretty sure at this point that they're going to go ahead and do do a second 13 episode season. So that is excellent news. Yes. And is there a dog there? Yeah. Can you hear the dog? The stupid I can dog. Hear the is, dog. Dog's barking outside. I don't know how that'll transfer in the end, but uh, I've got. I... Uh, they're cutting the lawn here at the building. They chose this morning to cut the lawn outside. <laughs> So uh, I've got uh, construction noises and various things outside here. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see how that all comes through. I don't know. If I close the window in this room, I will die of heat exhaustion because it's right. uh, it's just like a sauna. But uh, hopefully the dog shuts up in a minute. Kind of an annoying dog. Anyhow, we digress. It'll be fun to see winter on the show if they if they get to it. Um, and on that note, Frank also said, uh, or when Michonne shows up. And boy, is she a character I can't wait to get to. When she comes striding out of the wasteland like a Clint Eastwood effing spaghetti western character cross-melded with some samurai movie. <laughs> I <laughs> with mean, two armless zombies in tow, hopefully. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That I mean, the way he describes it, it sounds freaking amazing. And, you know, I'm pretty excited for that, too. She's a great character. She is. You know, so it's it'll be pretty fun to see her... In on the show and just what they what they do with her, you know, it'll be great. What was the um, in uh, Sin City that uh, the movie in Sin City the uh, the female samurai chick lady there? What was her her character name? Do you remember? Um, no, I do not. Oh, anyway, I I see Michonne as sort of like that kind of character, quiet in the background and just super cool, and not like a primary character that can that uh, continuously talks and has a you know a major role with a lot of uh, dialogue and screen time, but just somebody sort of in the background that uh, is just awesome. Every time they do get screen time, it's killer. Yeah, literally. Well, <laughs> literally, exactly. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. I mean, uh, I you know even in the comic, she's not always forefront she is kind of you know in the background she's always there she's always doing stuff but she's not often the focus of the action right or the drama yeah Yeah. so i i think that could be really really cool um i guess she has a slightly bigger role later on in the comic series uh it takes a while to get her into more prominent feature in the in the comic as they move into things um okay Two last things, uh, two quick things, I think. Two rumors uh, have come up of the actual day that the pilot will air in October, basically the premiere of The Walking Dead on AMC. Um, The Walking Dead fan club is reporting that it will be October 24th. However, Bloody Disgusting, another popular horror website, is reporting October 8th. Both sites, I think, acknowledge the fact that this is unconfirmed at this point, so we don't really know, but... I guess they're probably good, uh, good guesses or good, good, you know, take take a shot at it, sort of. Yeah. The thing is, we don't know when Fear Fest on AMC is going to be yet this year. And last year, I think it ran from October 23rd to roughly the end of the month. So, I'm thinking the 24th is a more likely date to have The Walking Dead on TV this year. Well, you know, I would prefer October 8th. Obviously, but uh, 24th, it could, it, you know, I would say it's a, in my mind a 50-50 split, really. Yeah. It could be either one. Well, the next, the week after the 24th would be Halloween night, the 31st. And you got to think that that's a, a bad night to premiere a TV show. I don't know, a, a zombie TV show? Well, 
Yeah, but a lot of people are busy with other things. I mean, they're out at Halloween parties. They're If they have kids, right. they're trick-or-treating. I mean, Halloween, yeah, sounds like a great night to do that. But I don't think it's necessarily the great greatest time to premiere a TV show. A movie lots of makes lots of sense. You get a horror movie on Halloween. Now, you know, there's always lots of people who are looking to go to see a movie, even on Halloween. But I'm not so sure about a TV show. Right. Well, yeah. if they have premieres on the 24th, um, then the next episode will be the 31st, which might be the, uh, you know, if they premiere on the 24th and then, uh, you know, they suck people in with a cliffhanger ending and on the 31st, hey, let's watch the uh, the new zombie TV show. You yeah. know, I think that might be a good strategy as well. Could be. Could be. I don't know. I uh, Hey, I'm just hoping it is the 8th because the sooner the better really for me. Well, I think the Sunday night is a better time slot than Friday night. Well, that's true, too. That's true, too. Everyone's no, at home if, on a Sunday. If we look back at uh, at Firefly, Firefly started, it was a Friday night show, and it got uh, it got canned after 13 episodes, or even less. I think it was 10 episodes, but they filmed 13. I don't think they ever uh, broadcast those other three, did they? No, they didn't. Yeah. No. And they broadcast them out of order. There are so many problems with that show, uh, you know, not related to the production, writing, acting, directing, anything, just uh, about how Fox handled it. Well, please, AMC, do not learn from Fox about how to handle and market a TV show. Uh, right. Although I don't think we have to worry about that based on their track record. <laughs> well, Mad Men is a Sunday night show as well like, yeah. on AMC. What night does uh, Breaking Bad air, do you know? To be honest, I don't know. I don't watch it live on, on there. Right. I, do, sure. I do know because uh, Mad Men just premiered, and uh, and we watched it when it uh, you know the premiere, knowing that it was on a Sunday night. So right. I think Sunday night is a is a fantastic time slot. Yeah, I like Sunday nights. I mean, they're they're quiet. You're at home. You got time to watch TV. It's uh, you're not you're not uh, not usually busy doing other stuff, right? So yeah, I think that's a great great idea. So I guess now uh, now that we've analyzed it a little further, I'm uh, I'm hoping and uh, thinking that the 24th is probably more likely. Better yeah. time slot than we have the second episode on Halloween for a zombie TV show. It's fantastic. I think it's great. I'm with you. Last news item of the show this week is that FX UK, they are, of course, well, the FX channel in the UK are the ones broadcasting the show in uh, well, the UK, duh. And apparently today they are releasing a 90-second trailer, and it's supposed to be up around 2 p.m. local time, which was uh, about an hour and a half ago here. Or, no, I, they're five hours from North America. I'm six, so it was not quite. But I've just refreshed the Walking Dead FX UK site, and it is not posted yet. It does say they are making a few final tweaks to our brand spanking new FX Walking Dead trailer. Apologies, apologies for the tease and delay. We will post it as soon as it's ready for release. Um, so keep your eyes on walkingdead.fxuk.com for brand new trailer from the show there's bound to be some new footage in there wouldn't you think uh i would hope so i would hope so maybe it, maybe it's just a trailer from uh from comic-con comic-con was four minutes long this is only 90 seconds a minute and a half so uh it's probably gonna have a lot of the same footage but let's hope there's at least something new in there to to get people excited who knows if you back at home in north america will be able to watch it you may have one of those stupid geo 
targeted limiting things on the on the file. But since I'm in Europe, maybe I'll be lucky enough to check it out. And if I do, uh, hopefully we can embed it on our site, TalkingDeadPodcast.com, so you guys can can see it. You know, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's about to happen. It hasn't been posted yet, but as I said, walkingdead.fxuk.com, it's the first post right there. Just on a side note, this is the first time I've been to the FX UK Walking Dead site, and it's actually a pretty good little blog for the, for the show. It's kind of got a cool, uh, like header design with the graphic, with the, yeah, with the graphic from the show. And they've got just some interesting posts up there. A lot of them are related to what's going on on the AMC blog. Um, but still, it's it's some interesting stuff. There's an opinion piece about our zombies the next big thing to hit the small screen. Um, they report on stuff like the Walking Dead comic uh, app for the iPhone, which is cool. There's some information. There's an interview with uh, Andrew Lincoln and, and Kirkman and... You know, just some other stuff. UK press go into a frenzy over The Walking Dead is one post. I mean, it sounds it's a pretty good it's a pretty good uh, little site if you want to check it out and follow along. I'm checking it out right now. It looks uh, looks fantastic. Scroll down to a post from July 28th, and it's called Fox International Channels at Comic Con. Apparently, they did a um, did a lunch. Fox International did a lunch at Comic Con, and everyone got a Walking Dead mug. There's a picture of it. Oh man, does it look cool. <laughs> I want one of those so bad. That'd be great. <laughs> it says Walking Dead with a big blood splatter right on the right on the top. So Where you drink from. Right where you drink from, exactly. <laughs> uh I think that looks awesome. I, I would love to get a hold of one of those, but I imagine they're pretty they're in limited supply since they were only given out at this event. So anyhow, that site's pretty cool. Check it out. Walkingdead.fxuk.com. So Jason, that is going to wrap it up for the news this week. Um, we'll do more in-depth you know, casting in our sort of regular program next week when I'm back in town. But for now, that should cover sort of the big items. We have a couple of emails, a phone call, and we'll see if there's any iTunes reviews this week. Let me read the first email. This comes from Andrew. He says he's a fellow Canadian, doesn't say exactly where he's from, but he says, hey boys, love the podcast and was extremely surprised to see there was already a Walking Dead podcast a year before the show even airs. I guess he's talking about when we started this show back last fall, not right now, seeing as we're only a couple months away. Just wondering how you will be handling the podcast when the episode airs. Will you have spoiler news, episode recaps? Will you have a feedback section where you read emails like this? Let the people know. Um, Also, have any of you been zombified for Halloween or any other event? Keep up the good work. Um, To answer your second question, no, I have never been zombified. No, me neither. Which is a little sad. I would like to be zombified someday. Well, we've been to the, uh, uh, the zombie walk in Toronto... Uh, what three or four times, and have yet to uh, actually get zombified. Well, we kind of go there more to cover it and experience it, and take some video and interview people and stuff like that. We don't really go to participate as a zombie. Although maybe nope. we should one year. Maybe we should. You know that might be that might be fun. Um, it's it's coming up also in October uh, this year again. Every October, the Toronto Zombie Walk. So maybe we'll zombify ourselves, but. To this point, no, never been zombified, not even for Halloween. Me neither. To answer, Andrew, your first bunch of questions, how are we going to be handling the podcast when the episode airs? Well, 
we're going to be doing the same sort of thing that we're doing now, covering the news, covering rumors. Um, we're going to figure out exactly how spoilery we want to be when we talk about the show. I don't think we want to be totally a spoiler-filled program because, you know, as fans, we don't necessarily want to be spoiled all the time, right? No way. Um, but we're definitely definitely going to cover news, which includes rumors, I think. So we'll talk about that kind of stuff, and we'll talk about the um, summaries of the episodes or the previews of the episodes, which are released ahead of time, the week before usually. Um, so those could be a little spoilery. We'll probably look at the list of guest cast members if there are any. So as the show goes on, that could potentially be a little bit spoilery. But other than that, we're definitely, I think, going to do episode recaps. And we are also going to have feedback from you listeners as we've already started doing uh, hopefully more and more all the time. We want to hear your thoughts on the show, your thoughts on this podcast, and just anything you want to talk about regarding the uh, the Talking Dead. So by all means, we're going to do all three of those things. Well, all those things. Right, awesome. right Jay? Yep, correct. <laughs> all right. Um, so the next email, by the way, Andrew, awesome email address, which I won't give out on the air. <laughs> the, next, the, the next email comes from Shoot the Glass from Allentown, Pennsylvania. He says, great show so far. You're making the wait for the awesomeness that is The Walking Dead bearable. Um, uh, I've been, I have been collecting the, I've been collecting the comics since issue one. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I do have the entire run in issue form, and it's my prized possession, besides my lovely wife. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that is pretty cool. I wish I had a collection like that myself. Sadly, I have almost none of them because yes. I got into it a little bit later, and I started reading the hardcovers and so on. Um. Shoot the Glass also sent a bunch of YouTube links to us from the Comic-Con panel as well as the trailer itself. Uh, appreciate that. If anyone wants to send in you know, videos or whatever, you never know what I may, we may or may not have seen. It's, it's easy to miss things occasionally, so by all means, send stuff that you find that, for us to talk about or uh, give us your thoughts on it. It's really, really appreciated. Uh, Shoot the Glass, thank you for, thank you for writing in. Um, moving right along, we've got a call from Dave in Syracuse, New York. Uh, here we go. Hi, guys. This is Dave Trevini calling from Syracuse, New York. Love your podcast. I was just listening to your latest <clears throat> excuse me, installment, and I think you may have made a mistake. I just want to point it out. Uh, you said that there was no tanks in The Walking Dead. Uh, I'm looking in the first trade paperback, Days Gone By. If you look where... Um, Rick and Glenn are going into the city on a gun and ammunition run. You see that they come across a huge, what looks like a um, massive grave of bodies, and there's a tank there with a crow sitting on top of it. And Rick says, Christ, and Glenn says, it's worse than we thought. I'm not saying that you guys are doing a bad job. I just want to point out one mistake I think you made. Anyway, love the podcast, and hope you guys keep making more episodes. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks, Dave, uh, for those kind words and and for correcting our our error, um, which is you know bound to happen and uh, certainly bound to happen more often than I would like to admit. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to go back to uh, days gone by and read that uh, read that section. I, I read uh, issue one in the last couple of weeks, but I haven't read uh, you know days gone by or book one in uh, quite some time. So 
I'm going to go back and reread that. Yeah, me either, actually. And I didn't actually have a chance to go back and take a look yet, but I'm certainly going to. Um, it sounds like, though, the tank shows up in the comic after, uh, as as Dave describes it, after Rick has found the Atlanta group and then he goes back with Glenn into the city to get what they can, right? Yep, that's right. Rather than the first time he comes through Atlanta, which on the show, that appears to be what happens. He hides in the tank and then meets Glenn at that point, and they, they leave to go find to go see the other group. So tanks are there. That's okay. They've just moved it around in the story a little bit. <laughs> no problem with that. Um, okay, before we wrap up, Jason, are there any new iTunes reviews for us this week? There are no new five-star reviews in either the uh, Canadian or U.S. stores. That is a bummer. It is. But uh, everyone... By all means, if you'd like to leave us some reviews in the iTunes store, uh, especially five-star reviews, it really, really helps us out, and uh, it's the best way for iTunes to take notice of the show and hopefully feature it, because that would be the greatest thing ever. Uh, So if you want to do that, by all means. And a good way for uh, your review to get read on the air. That's true. We'll definitely give you the shout-out if you do a five-star review. Um, If there are too many, we might just read your names, but uh, for now, we're we're reading the full reviews, so... Uh, everyone, it would be really appreciated if you could do that. If you want to send us some feedback, you can do so at talkingdeadpodcast at gmail.com. That is the easiest way to get in touch with us by email. But you can also call our voicemail line. You can do that at 206-202-1568. Send your feedback, your comments, your questions there. We'll get it on the air if we can. And, uh, and, you know, you'll be world famous because you're on this this year podcast. World famous. <laughs> yeah, world famous. On the internet. That's right. Um, but if you, uh, the site is talkingdeadpodcast.com, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at twitter.com slash fearhurst. That's F-E-A-R-H-U-R-S-T. You can follow Jason at twitter.com slash Jason Miles. That's J-A-S-O-N-M-Y-L-E-S. Yep. Uh, I think that is going to wrap up number 17 talking dead anything else you have to cover there jay i don't believe i have anything else to cover that is excellent news it looks like skype held out we've been recording for you know 45 minutes now on the skype the show isn't quite that long and it looks like we're still going so you can now officially if you want to praise skype for keeping us going yep the uh, the skype gods were kind to us that's excellent uh, all right, everybody, thanks. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with number 18, a longer expanded episode, and maybe some guests. We'll see how that goes. Uh, until next time, thanks for listening. We will talk to you later. Bye.